Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Vasu. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everybody. I'd like to take this opportunity to wish each and every one of you a very happy, a bright, healthy, and a year filled with growth in our spiritual life, in our personal life, and in every aspect that we move ahead in. Good morning, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be your name, the name above every other name, that name which gives us strength, from which we have life, through which we have redemption. You are Father. And as we begin this new year, we behold your face. We come into your presence. And we call upon that name. We thank you, Lord, for the year gone by and for this new unit of our destiny, our time that you have added further to take us into the plans that you have for us for the year that lies ahead, the plans to prosper us, to give us an expected end, the one that fits in in accordance with your will. And as we begin this new year, Father, we want to surrender this new year to you. We acknowledge your presence in every single moment of this year that lies ahead. In everything that we do, in every plan that we make. We acknowledge your presence in every area of concern, every challenge, in every unknown situation where we do not know what the best way forward is. We want to acknowledge your presence at the start this very moment. We acknowledge your presence in our ministry. For each of us are called to our own ministry in accordance with your will to carry your gospel, your word. And the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts, Father, every time we come towards you. We share that peace and that joy with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting, this praying family, with every Christian around the world, with everyone that does not believe in you as well. So all those that have not yet encountered you, Father, that still long for something good in their life, but do not know the way. We share your peace and your joy with each of these, Lord. That every bit of darkness or every obstruction, every mountain that stands in their way, we cut down to reveal your presence. The presence of their Father. The only one true relationship that is lasting. As we begin our prayer, Father, we call on your name. The name of our God, our maker, our creator. The king of the universe. The one who has carved us in the palm of his hand and will never forget us. He knows the number of hair on our head as well. The rock of ages. The great I am. The God of Abraham, the God of Moses, the God of Jesus. When he lived as a man, 
And he taught us how to call you our father. So we call on his name. The name that you gave above every other name that every knee should bow. We pray in that name, the name of Jesus. The name through which we receive faith. And when we demonstrate that faith, it is your spirit that moves at that word. We call on the name of your spirit, the name of Jesus. The spirit that lived, the spirit of Jesus himself that now lives within us and gives life to our mortal body. The one who heals our backsliding, ever willing to convict us, but never to condemn us. It is through him that we are granted your revelation, that we are granted your wisdom and understanding, all the mysteries that are hidden in your word. We thank you, Father, that you have not held yourself back from us. You have proved your love for us. You loved us so much that you gave your only son to die a gruesome death on the cross, to take our place, the punishment that we deserve. Help us appreciate the value of that gift that you have given us, that the life that we now experience and enjoy, the price for it has already been paid and in full. It is through his blood. And our sister Shanine has done a very powerful series on teachings on the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for the gift of angels and destiny helpers and family and friends around us. We have ushered in the new year celebrating with family and friends. The love that they show us, Father, is the representative of what you have in store for us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift that we need in the heavenlies. Everything that is needed for us to walk successfully in this life. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with everything that is required. And as we mark the beginning of this new year and we reflect in our prayer this morning, we start by reflecting on the year gone by And this reflection would just be a quick run through of the actual reflection that each of us should be doing in our own personal prayer during this day and probably this week as well. As we look back and then we look ahead on the year that lies before us. And there are six areas of our six or seven areas of our life that I'd like us to reflect on. What have we achieved? Or what have we failed to achieve in this year gone by? And the first one is spiritual growth and progress. How much have we grown in our understanding of the word and in our relationship with God? How has our prayer life been transformed over these last 12 months? Have we really gained ground? Or have we just stagnated to what we were? If our life hasn't changed, 
then it's only time that has passed by the 12 months, 365 days that have gone in between, but we remained where we were. Give it some thought. The second one is the level of our mental transformation. And this is key to growth. It is related to renewing our mind as Romans 12 verse 2 teaches us. How far have we come in our state of mind in these last 12 months? And that is based on our understanding of the word. Has it been able to transform our thinking where there are certain areas of our life that we have cut off and left behind? And we have adopted new areas, new ways in accordance with what the Bible teaches us. Has there really been a transformation where we have removed and left behind certain dark areas of our life, areas of sin that we have often confessed in our confessions as well? Or have we just continued after our confession to go back and slide back into the same mistakes that we have been making? The third one is the area of your health. And I'd like each of us to remember here that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. It is your personal duty to look after this temple. Are you healthier than you were 12 months ago? Physically and mentally. You may have been dealing with various kinds of challenges in your physical health and in your mental health. Sicknesses. Perhaps a weight issue. Maybe anxiety, depression, gluttony, or maybe even addiction, alcohol. Take some time to reflect on it and write down what has transformed over these last 12 months. Has your health improved? Are you exercising enough? The fourth one is financial progress. How is your financial health now? as compared to what it was 12 months ago. And how does that compare against the plans you made 12 months ago? What had you planned back then? Did you tick all those boxes? Did you achieve them in full or in part? How much progress did you make financially? Jesus wants us to have a life of abundance as well. He said, I came that you might have life and have it to the full. That is not only spiritual growth, it is also growth in every area of your life, including your health and your finances. And unless you measure it, we do not know the difference of how far we've come, where we have fallen short. The fifth one is your purpose and your destiny. What is your purpose in life? 
have you embarked on a journey in the last 12 months to think on that? Do you feel aligned with God's plan for you? Or are you going slow or hurrying if you know what that plan is? And the other question is, do you even know what the plan for you is? Has he revealed it to you? Either in part or in full. What is your divine purpose? Or are you still discerning? And once you find it, you have to contend for grace, for the grace for speed to make up through grace in all those areas where you have lagged so far. It's only through that grace that we can be pulled up. Because age will keep growing. We will get older. But how much of our purpose have we achieved on that graph as against our age that keeps growing? Are we getting further and further tuned or aligned into his purposes? Or are we going too slow for him to even be able to use us? The sixth one is in relationships. How has my relationship with God and with man, with my family, my friends, my work colleagues, my business associates, every, every relationship, how has that progressed over these last 12 years? Is it progressing in a way to build my position in life? To build my alignment with God. To help me grow my prayer life, my ministry. And it is the growth in these relationships that decides every other area that we've discussed so far. Everything works through relationships. Including our ministries. What were the highs and the lows? What could I have done better? What are the relationships that I needed to have cut off and have left behind but are yet clinging on to them? What are the relationships that I should have cultivated and built on, worked upon it? But I've yet chosen to ignore that area or that relationship. And then the last one is our plans. How many of our plans that we have made 12 months ago or in the last 12 months during the course of the year, how many of these have we really ticked off or achieved? And then we look at forward thinking in terms of what lies ahead. What are the plans that we would want to make this year? What are the targets that we are setting for ourselves in each of these areas above? Once we have identified those areas of need, how can we improve on the areas where we have not fully achieved all that we planned. 
have we been able to identify what we need to do in order to complete those and then add it to our new list of goals for this year? We need to plan for each of these in 2022. And this is not just the New Year's resolutions that you hear people talking about for the first week of January and then that paper just gets lost somewhere. This is something we need to look at and remind ourselves throughout the year. Lastly, our prayer life. Have we started allocating a fixed time and place for God every single day? For reading the word? Or are we neglecting our prayer? Are we allowing everything else to take precedence over it? To take priority over it? It should never be a last-minute pleading when all else fails. Prayer is a relationship with God the Father, with God the Son and His Spirit. And I'd like each of us to remember Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6 of acknowledging the Lord and submitting to Him at the start of everything. Not when we've exhausted all our capabilities and nothing seems to work. When we are in a dire situation, then we call on his name. We should acknowledge him at the start. Acknowledge him at the start of every single word that you shall put on that list of goals and plans for this year ahead. And in general, Paul gave us a summary of what a plan ahead should look like when he said in 1 Thessalonians 5 verses 16 to 18, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is what we ought to look at and look to achieve and accomplish in every single point that we put on that list. To rejoice through all of it, to pray through it continually, and to give thanks in all circumstances. So let us start our prayer today by thanking God for each of these areas and all that we have achieved so far. For the things that worked out and the things that didn't. For the lessons we learned, some through paid experiences, but others through destiny helpers and people that have stepped up to teach us. For our jobs, for our health, for our relationships, for our family, for our friendships. For wisdom and understanding. Let us thank him for this prayer group and all the miracles that he is working in this group. For every life that is blessed through people praying for each other and in doing so, strengthening their own spiritual lives as well. Let us thank God for his friendship, especially when we were down and each of us has been through that experience, which is why we are here today. He did not turn us away. 
but he gives mercy and he gives grace and he continues to give for every single time that we continue to fall as well. Let us thank him for that. For his unfathomable love, for his mercy that is renewed every morning. For the gift of salvation, for the greatest gift of Jesus and his spirit, the Holy Spirit, we thank the Father. Blessed be the name of our God, our Father, our King. Thank you, Jesus. And today, as we make our prayer in tongues, I'd like us to just focus on all of this general aspect of our life and this year ahead. We won't pray any special intentions this day. But we pray for ourselves, for all of these areas of our lives, and for every other member of this praying family, everyone in our own individual families, our friend circles. We pray for a growth, for an alignment in God's will, and for a quickening in the hearts of all those that have not yet opened themselves up to receiving him as Lord and Savior. Let us take a moment to remember all those, all those that we want saved. Lord, we now connect with you in our spirit to pray in the gift that you have given us, the gift of tongues. We thank you that when we speak your word in faith, you always hear us and you have heard us this time as well. And when we release our faith from the bottom of our heart, that prayer that we make in agreement with each other and with your Holy Spirit is an answered prayer. I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. And all those that are seeking that gift of tongues, and seeking every other spiritual gift to release your faith and unmute your mic and speak. And let the Holy Spirit trust in him and let him take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. 
Sarakada, the 
The words that were spoken to me this morning. I am your God. You are my people. Abide in me. Abide in my word. I am a jealous God. You are mine. And I love you. The scripture I was given is John 7, 16 to 18. So Jesus answered them, my teaching is not mine, but he, but his who sent me. If any man's will is to do his will, he shall know whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking on my own authority. 
He who speaks on his own authority seeks his own glory. But he who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true. And in him there is no falsehood. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Today, even as we were praying, before we could be praying, I would like to testify. Uh, my son is traveling from Ukraine to Mumbai. And on his way uh, at Dubai, he missed his flight. And I was just thinking what to be done. And I just joined this prayer in uh, praying in tongues because I was awake. So I want to thank the Lord for this time. And also, even as I was praying, the Lord given has given me this word from psalm 23 where this particular line was continuously going on in my head even though i walk through the darkest valley i will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me and i have been reassured by sister shenin's word of god amen thank you jesus amen thank you jesus amen thank you jesus The Lord has just given me a vision and he's given me a vision of like a butterfly house where all the, all the butterflies are contained in this big net house. And he, and he says, this is how you are. I've contained you in my covering where you're free to do your will, but you're under my cloak. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to come together as one family and pray. We thank you that you are ever willing to listen to us. Every time we turn our hearts to you to open our mouths and speak in faith. We thank you, Father, that every time we come to you, you look not upon us as another part of your creation, 
but you look upon us with the eyes of love, the eyes of a father. And we shall not come away bringing a stone when we ask you for bread. You shall not send us back empty-handed. We thank you, Lord, that we are alive today and we have this gift of prayer, the gift of your word and your presence. We thank you, Father. Before we conclude our morning prayer, take this opportunity to wish each and every one of us praying together here and every single member of this Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group a very happy new year, a blessed one ahead. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, as we experience our own testimonies, out of that let us resolve in boldness and in obedience to the will of the Father to carry the gospel, to speak our testimony and to be that blessing to everyone around us to share all that he has poured into our lives. So that what works for us will also work for others too. In the name of Jesus and for his glory. We bless and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Have a great new day. Happy New Year, Russell. Happy Russell. New Year, each one of you. God bless you. Bye. Happy New Year. God bless. Happy New Year.